You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Hello, everyone. I hope you had an amazing weekend. And we are here on Sunday, of course, with our favorite show on TV, Revenge. We're in Season 3, Episode 7, Resurgence. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside Sarah Jarrell. Hello, everyone. And Phil Spitek in the booth, helping us out, engineering and co-hosting, of course. Hello. Excited to be here. You want to know why we're excited that you're here, Phil? No idea. Please tell me. It could have to do with the fact that it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Phil. So if you guys are out there. Somehow I don't think that's it. Everybody sing to him. You know, I was going to have everybody Ooh. sing along. I don't know if you Go want to Go ahead. Go skip on. Happy birthday to you. So that's, a, that's yeah, as far okay. as we're going to go. But yeah. you guys can finish the song at home while you're watching us or listening to us because I guarantee you your voice is better than mine. And mine. I don't, you yeah. sound like you maybe could have a good voice. Um, Not so much. Maybe if I tried. But, but Emily Thorne have a good voice? I think she does. I feel like she's closet think, good at everything. Yeah, I think so too. Ballerina, singer, ninja, everything. Such a ninja. Yeah. Okay, so what did you think of tonight's episode overall? As we said, it's called Resurgence, so we're figuring it's called that because we're getting all the resurgence of emotions from everybody. Everything's coming back up. Uh, so what did you think? I actually liked this episode a lot better than the past few. And why? Because I'm starting to grow a fondness for uh, Daniel and Sarah. That's that's what made you like the episode? Yeah. Because you like them as a couple, potentially? Yes. Wow. Okay, Phil. What did you think yeah. of the episode tonight? Again, you watched without us, and I'm I've still I've always hurt. watched without you. However... I, it just hurts more and more every time. Yeah. I, understand, I understand this, but I have, I have unfortunately, duties. However... Unfortunately, you run the network, so... I, I, what I loved about tonight's episode is a lot of these things are coming together, and, you know, the things that... That we didn't know how they were kind of, com- uh, you know, coming into play. And then with one quick swoop, it all fit into place. And that was our PR lady, which well, we'll obviously talk about. But that's, for me, it's the culmination of all these different things. And and, and what's great is that most of them are hindering Emily's plans. Right. Absolutely. What I will say is the show is notoriously good at doing that they don't really leave any stern uh, stone left unturned so usually if you have questions about things and you feel like everything's in a million pieces the show finds a way to bring it all back together and they really do listen to the audience they listen to us uh and things like after buzz and different social media outlets whether it's twitter or whatever you're doing they really do try to listen like, for example, when we all were like, screw the initiative, we want them gone, mm-hmm. they took care of that for us. So I think that people were probably like, ah, it's a little scattered right now. I feel like nothing's tying back together. And yeah. they were like, okay, let's do this a little quicker and let's let's get this under wraps. 
So I think that's probably what you're talking about a little bit more, Phil. Absolutely. Anyway, so let's start with tonight's episode. Uh, a love interest that I'm more <laughs> about, more than your love interest over there, is Jack and Margot. So it was really tonight different that we had Jack and Margot together, not together, together. And Jack was the one who was kind of hesitant about that. Um, I didn't really expect that to be the way. I know that throughout their relationship, he was the one who was like, eh, I don't really want to go on a date. He was the one who was slow, but I felt like he had gotten past that. Yeah. But then tonight we see the resurgence of his feelings for Amanda Clark. Yep. And I thought that was really interesting. Basically, he's with Margot. On that cute little date. Such a cute little date. So cute. First of all, he brought her dessert to the office. Yeah. And then he asks her on the date. So, again, going to my point where I thought that they were kind of past that. Mm -hmm. And then they seem to be together. And I don't know whether we had, during the episode, obviously it's a little bit of a cluster. So, I was saying one thing, you were saying another. So, here's how I interpreted that moment. I felt like Jack and Margot were about to take it to the next Mm -hmm. level. And... Jack didn't feel comfortable sexually with her. Yeah. And he stopped it. And as an excuse, he was like, um, do you want something from the bar downstairs? You felt like he, she was upset that he had a drinking problem. I thought that, no, I, I agreed with the general idea that you have going on. But then I think the alcohol is what pushed her over the edge. Like she felt like he had to drink to feel comfortable with her. Okay, so that's yeah. why he went for the wine. Because yeah. he was trying to suppress his emotions. Yeah. Why do you think now, all of a sudden, this has become an issue? I think that she wants to take it to the next level. And when you're with somebody that still has feelings for somebody else, you obviously don't feel good about it. And so I think that's what caused that little rift right well, there. Well, part, partly, too, not only does he have... Um, he has feelings for Margot and and Amanda, but then he's also just learned that Emily is Amanda, and so he doesn't know how to com- yeah. compartmentalize those feelings. So uh, he's just, you know, lost in general. And so obviously, you know, big steps for Jack in this episode in terms of moving on from, I would say, both. Well, yeah. were you guys surprised when Jack went to Amanda's grave? I mean, I... I really wasn't expecting him to go there and almost let go. He took his ring off, he put it down, and he was like, you know, I loved you, and what we have is special, and I've worn this ring every day since. And he'll love her forever. And he'll love her forever. But now it's time to move on with my life while still loving you. Yeah. You know, it's not like you can't do both at the same time. You can't still respect. You can still respect and love who you were with, but be with somebody else. Because yeah. it's not like they're broken up. She's dead. You know? So exactly. he doesn't. he's not really given a choice. Okay, let me ask. Is he saying goodbye to Amanda or Emily? Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's a really good question. I'm not sure the answer. I don't think he really knows the answer. I think that he is confused and... As I've spoken about before on the show, the the hardest thing that a person or one of the hardest things a person can go through is having mixed feelings, anger, confusion, whatever it is, towards somebody who's dead. Because there's nobody to answer your questions. Yeah. There's nobody to 
ease your pain. You know, you kind of have to suffer through it by yourself. So I think that he's been frustrated with her. He's obviously been angry and surprised and confused with the Emily that's alive. But he's definitely having those similar emotions towards the Amanda that's dead. So I, I think that this was him saying, not that he's made his peace with it, but for now, he he's made as much peace with it as he can about the one that has passed away. Um, I think it, it goes differently for the one who's still alive. I think there's more to come there. There's Here's, more for us to see. What, what sucks is that this relationship is built on lies. Because, because Which relationship? Uh, Jax and Margot's. Okay. Because, you know, obviously she you know, she kind of wants the – not that she wants it from him, but um, she's trying to get a story about the wedding and things like that. And so obviously he's hiding the full fact of who Emily actually is. And so I think that's going to come crumbling down based on that fact, that it isn't in fact on based on truth. Well, I don't really think he has a choice. Do you? No, absolutely not. But nonetheless, it is what it is. Yeah, that is true. And also, on top of that, we have the lies about Conrad. Um, we see that it's kind of an awkward moment, actually. Margo wakes up in Jack's bed, and <laughs> he made her coffee, and he asks her to stay. Um, and we, we'll talk about how we got there finally in a minute. But she mentions that she's going to meet with Conrad, and you can see it in his eyes. He's like, I, I don't know, did you guys think he was worried for her, or angry that she was meeting with him how did you guys feel about that moment i think a little bit of both she said something about uncovering the real story and he looked like oh great if she only knew what was going on he said what is it a book of lies yeah and i was glad that she wasn't like no conrad's great she was like probably yeah i i think at first he was taken aback by it but then I think secondly, you know, knowing Jack, I think he sees it as an opportunity. He may not know what that opportunity is just yet, but I think he's going to try to exploit it. And it, whether or not he brings Emily into it will, remains to be seen. Really, that's interesting that you say that because I kind of felt the opposite way. Knowing Jack, his first instinct is not to scheme. His first instinct is to feel emotion. Okay, season one, season two. We're in season three. I know we're in season three, and I still think instinctually he's not there. I think he's getting to be there, but I don't think when Margot said, I'm going to meet with Conrad, Jack was like, ooh, light bulb. I think he was like, oh, my new girlfriend is chilling yeah, with my sworn enemy. Like, totally agree with that. Yeah, like, but couldn't say, don't see him, because he would have to explain why. Yeah. Which she obviously can't do. But going back for a second, so the way that, Jack finally gets to go see Margot and be more comfortable and that she does sleep over and they have this good moment is, yes, we see him at the grave, but before we see him at the grave, we see him have a conversation with Nolan. Yeah. And I didn't know what exactly Nolan was getting at. Uh, Nolan said something along the lines of, like, I think we know what this is about. Yeah. I thought he meant that Jack couldn't be with Margot because he was still in love with Emily. Yeah. The one that's alive. And they never really clarified that either, so now it's sort of up in the air. But do you think potentially Nolan meant you have never moved on from just what happened? Yes, but I think it's deeper than that. It's everything, because they know what's going on. So I think 
the code that they were speaking in, he was encompassing everything. I'm really appreciating Jack and Nolan's newfound friendship. I mean, they've always been friends, but with the, the layer of honesty. Yeah. How are you feeling about this duo here? I really like that, and I like that they can go on mandates together. That's really cute. Um, I think it adds another dimension to the show because now there's more people on the truth side. So right. It's Here, here's my. I I like it, but I also don't like it because now it's creating. Not that there weren't already, but it's creating factions within Emily's camp. You know, now you yeah. have Aiden and Emily, which Aiden's just <laughs> always just goes rogue anyway. So it doesn't really <laughs> matter. And then you have Nolan and uh, Jack. That is true. However, we do see in this episode, if anything, Nolan and Emily are closer than ever, uh, which we'll obviously get to. But I, I think that Jack and Nolan being on the same page has really been good for the two of them. And it hasn't been detrimental enough to Emily yet that I'm finding it a problem. It yeah. might be in the long run, but in tonight's episode... It didn't quite present enough problems for me to be worried about Emily. No, and I, th- I think it came at a right time because it humanized Emily. Otherwise... Right, but what do you mean at the right time? Because to me, it seems like this is the worst time to humanize Emily because she's about to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how much would it, how much worse would it have been to have her leave and, you know, here you have Jack who kind of knows the truth, but then he didn't know that Nolan knew the truth. You, you know what I mean? Now at least... She you feel leave. like there's closure? There's closure on their part, yes. I guess that's true. I I, I don't know. I think that it's kind of you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's, it's hard either way yeah. whether whether she says something or not. Yes, I'm the kind of person who would always appreciate honesty, but ignorance is bliss, you know? Yeah. That's a saying for a reason. Speaking of ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so we've got Sarah and Daniel tonight, and unfortunately Emily finds out through these I don't know whether they're Google glasses or or what these Nolan glasses are, but Emily finds out about it. But prior to that, we've just got the Sarah Daniel thing going on. So I guess Charlotte's plan is working. I mean, that's what we think her plan was, right? To set them up. Yeah, and originally I thought Victoria was on the same page, but obviously she wasn't because we saw that today. Right, which is even more alarming because it just shows that Charlotte – is scheming all on her own. Yeah. Victoria's not pushing her. Nobody's pushing her. But at least we do hear Charlotte say tonight, I'm doing this because I love my brother. Yeah. So her intentions or motives are good. Does that make it any better, what she's doing? I wish there was more honesty with it. Why doesn't she talk to Daniel about it? That's what I want to know. What would she say to Daniel? Like, hey, are you making the right choice? Just be, like, up front. I just feel like since Victoria said it so much, he would be like, is mom putting you up to this? Yeah, that's true. Like, you've always loved Emily. Because Emily and Charlotte, they were really close. Yeah. So now I just, I feel like, I don't know, Charlotte's turning into a little deviant. Yeah, I mean, if she could trust Daniel not to say anything to Emily, she probably could say something. Right, but of course he would because he he seems to have a big mouth. Yeah. Also, you know, she's... I mean, for her purposes, she's going out about it in the right way where she's not – if she were to tell something to Daniel, it could possibly destroy uh, their relationship and he'd be very upset and possibly – you know, it just it just has a slew of negative connotation. Whereas this, you know, is ultimately happy for Daniel, right? That's where it's coming If it from. works out, 
which it's looking like it is. <laughs> I want to hear your opinion on this first and just give me, you know, try to convince me for a second because you said you're liking Sarah and Daniel and yeah. I'm I'm feeling a little skeptical of it all. I mean, uh, this, at least Sarah pulled away tonight and didn't kiss him because otherwise I was going to say... She's a classy honey, girl. Right, that was yeah. a little more classy, but what are you liking about them because I don't know, I'm 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 nervous. I think I like the fact that it's real. It's not manufactured like Emily and Daniel, and that just makes me warm and happy inside. So, do you like Sarah and Daniel better than Emily and Daniel, or do you like Sarah and Daniel? I like Sarah and Daniel better than Emily and Daniel, and I think this is all rooted in my hopes that when the show ends, that Emily will end up with. Jack or Aiden. I can't decide which yet. Okay. And then Sarah and Daniel could be together. Right. They would be happy and everyone would be happy. What would you do if your fiance asked you if his ex, his very serious ex, could bake your guy's wedding cake? Woo. Well, I would say right now in this this place that I would take the, the high road and try to be very dignified about it, but I think I would be upset about it in real life. It's very tough because I don't consider myself a jealous person. Yeah. And Emily showed such class in this situation. She didn't really have a choice because of everything that was going yeah. on, but I don't know. I think that exes being inv- invited to the wedding is one thing. Yeah. Exes being involved in the wedding is another, another thing. Uh, and it might come to bite Emily in the butt. Had Emily said, well, it could have bitten her in the butt either way. Because had she said no, Daniel would have been like, you're such a jealous girlfriend. And then yeah. gone off and seen Sarah anyway. Had she said yes, it allows, it's giving permission to Daniel to spend time with Sarah. Yes. Because of this thing, you know? But it's making her look like the good person in the situation. So Right. So she probably did what was better. Yeah. What did you think about Victoria coming to see Sarah? I mean, it's not like Victoria ever liked Sarah. Victoria always hated Sarah. Yeah. And tried to screw her out of all this money. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, this is like the anybody but Emily crew. Oh, yeah. They don't care who it is. They could be having him marry Hitler. They don't care. <laughs> they just want it not to that be Emily. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be weird, but... Because he would have to be alive. And, yeah, and, exactly. But I wouldn't put it past Victoria. Oh, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just feel like, wouldn't you think that maybe they would try to find... Someone else. Person C? Yeah. You know? Not Emily, not Sarah, but different girl? Well, maybe she doesn't believe the plan's going to work if there's a person C because she knows there's feelings with Sarah. That's true. You know what I was thinking about tonight? It's a little off topic, but I was thinking about it throughout the entire episode, and I don't know why I've never thought about it before. But it was the fact that Emily must be the most cocky person of all time to be so positive that she could convince Daniel to fall in love with her. Yeah. Right? I mean, how is she so confident that this would work? I think that she has been training herself to be manipulative for so long that she just, if you think something, you can make it happen. 
Like, I absolutely do. I'm a pretty confident girl. Yeah. But you couldn't just point to a guy and be like, well, go make him fall in love with you and have me be like, yeah. and have my entire plan, my entire plan of revenge contingent on that. Okay, and that's here's why the, this I is think, TV. Honest, honest, <laughs> no, honest to God, I think you... I, I think under the right circumstances, you couldn't make it work for a certain amount of time. Forever, no. And that's, for a certain amount of time, yes. And I think that's what's happening right now. I mean, making a guy really like you by pretending to like all of his interests, by being the cool girlfriend, by doing whatever it is that guys like. That's a lot of work. <laughs> but, but that I get. Yeah. But making a guy actually be in love with you. I don't know if that's possible, and I kind of think that's what's starting to happen. Daniel's realizing, I really like Emily, but I'm in love yeah. with Sarah. I'm in love with who this person actually is. I'm not in love with Emily. Maybe on paper she's a perfect person. Little does he know. Yeah. <laughs> but in real life, she's not my person. What do yeah. you think? I mean, it's kind of two, side, two sides in – in the sense that, okay, Emily, what does she represent? Wealth, power, composure, all these different things. And and Sarah represents a, a rebellious side of of Daniel where he had kind of – he was carefree. He, he Frat boy. Frat boy, mm-hmm. all these different things. And so does he really love Sarah? Does he love the adventure that he had when he was that young? I don't know. But now that she's – the resurgence of his feelings for Sarah – <laughs> I'm gonna try to use that word as much as I can. I I feel like he he when he saw her, I don't know. I think being in love with somebody is kind of unexplainable, and it's a feeling you get that you you can't really say why or what. Yeah. But when he when you see somebody and you know, then you know. And I feel like right now Daniel knows. I mean. He had Margot, who's drop-dead gorgeous, absolutely ass-naked in front of him, and he wasn't going for her. But Sarah, being all cute and girl next door, by the way, actress did a way better job yeah, tonight. Yeah, definitely. She just needed a warm-up. Right, she needed a warm-up. Yeah. Now she's feeling more comfortable, and I think she's really doing a very sweet job. But anyway, Sarah's sitting there all girl next door, all cute on the beach, and he Goes in for the kiss. Can we all agree that he went in for the kiss? Oh, yes. yes. She pulled away. You know? I think that whole scene is very pivotal in that relationship. Uh, what do you mean by that? Explain. I just feel like before we saw them get so close to each other and they didn't kiss and we're like, oh, they're going to kiss. And then right. that was a scene where we're just like, okay, Daniel, like that's what he wants. I think that if he's willing to lean in for the kiss, yeah. he's kind of already made up his mind. Exactly. Do you guys think that? Yeah, but it could, it could also be. It could also be just him Tongue being tie? curious. What do you have too much champagne? This, no, uh, where, him okay. Being curious. No, because every time that you're curious, you cheat on your fiance. Some people do. Hmm, I'm just oh, curious. Phil. <laughs> no, but what do you mean? So curious, what, George? Curious, curious George would say. Okay, if I kiss Sarah, will I feel the same thing that I felt last time I kissed her? So if the answer is no, is it worth it? If the answer is no, then is it worth it? No. (laughs) I I know. I think if the answer is no, then maybe it is worth it because he can. Then he knows. Yeah, then he knows. But if the answer is yes, 
then I guess it's also worth it. I, maybe, <laughs> oh, I might yes. be with you. <laughs> it's worth it regardless because, yes, you're, you, you're going to know one way or the other. I just had a realization. Other than the fact that it's considered cheating and lying, it might be worth it just to know. You got to just sometimes out, you know. Sometimes you have to figure things yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, See where you guys go. going with this. <laughs> and no, you remember that thing we have, the views here are expressed by the AfterBuzz. Da, da, da. The views expressed herein yeah, yeah. are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz right. TV or its owners <laughs> or principals. Because cheating and lying is wrong, folks. And you should never, unless you need Although to know. you should consult yeah. your girlfriend or boyfriend and just say, hey, you know what? I may have stuff going on. Let me just check this out. Do you think that is the right thing to do? Do you think that what should have happened is Daniel should have gone to Emily and said, I, I might be having feelings for Sarah? Oh, but then that if that was like a normal relationship where Emily wasn't deceiving everyone, right. I would be so put off by that. Right, so if you, say you're Emily. Yes. What would you want Daniel to do? Oh, God. I, if... Okay, if my significant other was having feelings for somebody else, I would want them to go because I, I don't want to be in a relationship like that. What if but, they, they didn't know if they were having feelings? They couldn't tell whether it was guilt uh, or If there's feelings. any doubt, though, it seems not real. So I don't know how I would handle that in real life. That's a good point. But on the show, I feel like he couldn't have just come up to her and been like, Hey Emily. So um I kissed What's this other girl. You know what? I have like, a perfect news, I have a perfect like real life example for you guys. Watch the watch Is this from the life of Phil? No. Oh. It's well it's yeah. from the life of Phil in the sense that Phil watches MTV and there's that show, remember um the the boyfriend swap thing where the parents pick out two potential dates oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for uh for their son or daughter because they I think hate it's called his... my parents hate my boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah. Something so like that. Yeah, yeah, Check it out. But that's the perfect, you know, it's it's amazing. <laughs> okay, Phil, I'll, I'll try to say the question to you. If if you were Daniel, how would you deal with this? If you were about to get married and all of a sudden an ex came back into your life, you didn't seek out the ex. The ex just happened to come back into your life and you were Sneaky. like, uh-oh, maybe something. What would you do? Uh, I'd probably do what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Hear uh, that, ladies? Uh, so all men are the same, and we already knew this, didn't we? Yeah, and I'm the indecisive lady. <laughs> Maybe the only guy who's different is Aiden, because... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but if I found out whoa, I had whoa, feelings whoa. for Sarah, I'd just be like, okay, listen, Emily. Before we get too into this... <laughs> too into off. this. Once you're engaged, I think pretty you're pretty far. into it. <laughs> yeah. And I They're just not asked quite you married, what you would though. do. I asked you what you would do, and you said the same thing as Daniel. Now you're backpedaling. No, because, because I you think know that, that... that all these ladies watching have a big crush on you, and now they're <laughs> sitting there with their hearts broken, knowing that you were totally going to cheat on them if you ever proposed. First off, I have never cheated, but yes, I am quite an asshole, ladies. So if there was any <laughs> doubt in your mind whether or not you should date me, I am an asshole. But it's your birthday, so you get to be. There you go. Just for today, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do think that Aiden is a little different than most guys because it seems like he sticks by Emily no matter what. Okay, that is so not the case because he always goes against her plans. <laughs> because he's in love with her. And when it was an example of him ultimately going against her plan? He's always oh, on the ultimately, same team. ultimately. Okay, got it. 
I'm just saying, overall, the end result's the same. Like, maybe here or there he gets a little jealous of Jack and will go try to deal with things by himself. But overall, he's Team Emily because he's just, like, totally obsessed. Yeah. Right? If he continues what he's doing, Emily's going to have gray hairs by August 8th from all the stress he's causing. Okay, so we know that August 8th is when the wedding is happening. And and today we know it's July 4th. Yeah. So just over a month, guys. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna have gray hair by the time that the yeah. wedding happens. <laughs> but anyway, with Aiden tonight, we see something a little different. I wasn't expecting to see him get thrown out by Victoria. Yeah. How do we think that this is gonna affect their plan? He doesn't have an insight to what's going on in the house anymore, so that's a problem. But why does he need to? I don't understand what the plan is yet. None of us really do. Yeah. Why, so the only reason Aiden needs to know what's going on, on the inside of the house is just so they can stay a step ahead? Yeah. You think so, Phil? I mean, or is the, it something the, we don't know? The plan is, and I don't know exactly when it fully changed to be this, but it's basically to have Victoria kill Emily and for her to take the fall for it. Or kill Emily. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, quick prediction, real fast. I, I I think Conrad's going to be the one to do it. Really? Why? Because we've heard so much about Victoria doing it that nothing ever goes oh, completely duh. to plan. Yeah, is that that's why? True. That and 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 it would also continue. It, it would force Emily to have to come back. I mean, it's good that Conrad would be quote framed for this, but it's not good if her ultimate plan is to get Victoria. Why does she care more about getting Victoria than Conrad? Because, because I guess, Victoria was the one be, who was with David Clark? Yes, I think that's the case. And and, uh, and somehow Conrad's going to get tied up into all, all the mess for this. I think. I don't know. I, I don't know what the plan is. I still go back and forth between Victoria and Conrad with who's the worst person in the entire oh, world. Con- Conrad is terrible. You think Conrad's worse than Victoria? I think Conrad is by far more of a... He he might as well be compared to Hitler. <laughs> wow. wow. Two Hitler references in one show. <gasps> We're going to get some backlash. <laughs> we, we really Why? might. Why? Conrad is, ev- Conrad is d- so evil. I, I think that Conrad is very <laughs> evil. I'm not sure if he's murdering 12 million people evil. I okay, think he caused... Probably- he, in the context of the show, he pretty much caused 9-11. That's true. That's true. Okay. That is very true. Uh, okay, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. I just had a thought. Do you think... <laughs> really quick. Drum roll. <laughs> yeah. Sarah has a thought. Oh, my gosh. Um, do you think that Emily will fake her death and then come back and continue to mess with everyone? Like as a ghost? Not as... Well, fake her death and then come back right, ninja Right, but you mean come back, come back to mess with them, pretend... Like, like, not as herself, but continue to ruin their lives somehow. Well, the plan is, the plan is for her to fake her own death and then disappear. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen because there is no revenge without Emily. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm wondering. So I think that the plan's going to go awry. All right. I don't think she's going to, I don't think the plan's going to work and she's going to be like, screw the plan. Now I'm coming back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, she would have to come back and do something electronically as a ghost or I don't know. They could come up with something weird. No, well, I mean, the way the way she gets shot, you know, she might not. Given what what may happen, she it could be a, one of those things where okay, she doesn't, she can't quote die, but now she has to come back as is really injured, and that's how she'll continue. I don't know. I think something's probably going to happen that night. 
that makes her feel like she cannot leave. So, for example, if she felt like Charlotte was in serious danger. Yeah, or Jack. Or Jack. You know, or something's going to happen that she either has to come back for or never leaves in the first place. For. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know the answer. You don't know all the answers. Nope. Phil doesn't know all the answers. <laughs> I know, you know the answers. You, you do know a lot of answers. But you know who has just as great of ideas as we do? Our fans. Yeah. Tweet us. And <laughs> sorry. <laughs> last week where text I'm like, me. what do I do if I want to talk about the show? Well, just text me. <laughs> So, if you guys are listening or watching right, watching, watching right now, that's amazing. If you're on iTunes, I hope that you comment, let us know what you're thinking, give us star rating, and if you're on YouTube, of course, comment there. We usually try to comment back. We listen to everything you guys have to say and really appreciate it. Always love hearing all of your guys' feedback and and about the show. I mean, I hate that we have to wait an entire week yeah. to see the show. So I go back, I go on, I see what you guys are saying, I do a little of this, I do a little of that, and it gives me my revenge fix for the days that it's not on. Exactly. So please, 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 iTunes, YouTube, everything that you can, and let us know how you're feeling. Anyway, getting back to Aiden and Emily. So we do see this very sexy moment with them. Woo! Um, after Aiden's been kicked out of the house, and he's... He goes to Emily and she says, what do you want me to do? And Emily's like, don't push too hard because Victoria will be suspicious. She's like, you go and get everything prepared for us for when we're making our getaway. And it seemed like a little bit of a goodbye kiss. Yeah. And by a little bit, I mean like a big, passionate, sexy kiss. (laughs) This kiss, by the way... Was very different than the Jack Margot kiss. I was going to say that. <laughs> as you pointed out, if, yeah. you, if you would like to use some description words for um, the Margot Jack let's kiss. Let's just say you could hear the slobber. <laughs> it was just very open mouth. Yeah. Uh, Aiden and Emily had a little better kissing chemistry for my taste. Exactly. I think. But anyway. Two maybe things. Maybe it was because of the, <laughs> Yes, go ahead. Two things. One. Okay. Well, uh, it's a train of thought, by the way. It's not totally random. Well, One. tell me when we get to the two. Okay, Aiden, I thought it was hysterical, uh, right? We're seeing Aiden more shirtless. And I thought it was funny that Victoria walked right in as he's naked. And then he You're slumps right. the towel out over Like I thought that was just weird in general. I didn't I, even two, like, think of that. Wait, we have to stop at number one for a second. As we've talked about on the show, so much news and gossip has been that this show is all about, the season is all about being shirtless. Yeah. Yeah, but Victoria's seeing... His British flags. <laughs> it's part of the show. Okay, two, give it to me. Two, Patrick's gone, and I thought that was, a, you know, they made mention of that. Uh, the mention uh, they made of it was that she was writing him a letter. Yeah. Is Are we getting him back? Maybe I, later. There's I, no way I, he's gone. I kind that. of want him to come back. I think because we have Nolan talk about how he's searching for him mm-hmm. and has no trace of him, it means that Nolan's going to continue on a hunt. Yeah. Which means that I think we'll get him back. Especially because I thought he was a great character. So I'm assuming that. Did you guys like him on the I show? I did. I liked him. So. I liked him. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, and anytime Nolan has related. It, it, it's just always funny to me learning about Nolan's relationships. Yeah. We do hear in predictions that we're getting one of the party goers back. So. Ooh. I don't know if we would qualify him as a party goer though. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about predictions later. Anyway, going back to Emily and Aiden, that was a really sweet moment. But I don't know, is is Aiden going to be able to go and leave all of this to Emily? I don't know if he's going to be able to take a back seat right now. 
and just walk I away. I don't think so. I think that would kind of detract from the show if he didn't. Do you ever wonder, like, into it? when they when they're walking in separate directions, where's he gonna go? I have thought of that before, and I don't know why I haven't brought that up because that's something weird that I would think of. Like, Aiden, where are you going? Yeah, where does he live? Does he live in a cave? I don't know. Before, <laughs> well, remember we... for the, for oh, the longest time he had, you know, he had quote the the bachelor pad or whatever, and and that, you know, then he was hanging out in the guest house. And now, who now knows? what? Who knows? Is the point? I don't know. Homeless. Homeless. <laughs> He's going to prep everything. Who knows where oh, else? But, yeah. but in terms of Emily, what did you guys... Uh, I mean, I guess this falls in line with the PR lady, but kind of Emily, um, about her first marriage. I thought that this was kind of weird. I don't know whether it's true or not that she was previously married. I'm assuming she's talking about Emily 1.0, so the dead Emily. Yeah. Um, Having an ex-husband... Yeah, that could be it. Uh, but I'm not sure whether it was true or false. I do now get why she wanted it to be leaked. Why? That's what I was going to So say. that Busy could leak it to Victoria. Oh, and just cause. Yeah, so yeah. that then they could make sure that Busy was still the same person and leaking it to Victoria. And then they could take Busy's password, password and, and whatnot. Uh, but it was kind of a weird plan. Yeah. I will say. That was pretty cool, though, with the glasses. I was impressed. Dude, what are those glasses? We need some. So, <laughs> can I have some of those? I, I've i got mine on a lay, layaway. <laughs> we need a few pairs for After Buzz. Seriously, I think <laughs> things like that exist now. I heard about these yeah. Google glasses. Well, Google, Google glasses do something else. I mean, I'll tell you, if you want to have a Nolan moment, I'll tell you about Google Glasses versus other technology, but yes, I'll save please. that for news and gossip if okay. you want. No, I want to hear now. Okay, Google Glasses might become extinct because uh, it requires action from the user, whereas sensory technology just allows the information to flow in. Uh, watch Shark Tank if you really want. Was tonight point. sensory technology? No, that was, uh, th- that was in the Google Glasses form, which it requires action of the user. So Nolan might be pissed when that becomes extinct. Yeah. And he wouldn't be able to get the password. But in tonight's episode, he is able to get the password. So let's get into this whole busy Preston thing. Do you want to, because I had to pause this 12 times to understand and rewind. Do you want to just explain so everybody's on the same page what happened with Nolan and why he hates busy? Okay, so Nolan had a girlfriend. And then he decided he liked he had her a, brother. A bo- or was that with the reverse? He had a boyfriend. He had a boyfriend. And the boyfriend's sister. Yes. The and then he started dating the sister because he thought she was more fun. So apparently that's See, his I type. I didn't get that he was dating the sister. I yeah. Thought- that's what he said. He said, and then I started seeing his sister. So maybe they left that up to well, us. I don't know. He was like, and then he had a sister and she was a pop star. Yeah, but... He made the point that she was more fun than the right the brother. So right, that good he point. Started hanging out with her. Who knows if they were actually dating? But she had a, or maybe he hung out with her and then hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It kind of goes both ways. <laughs> but somehow it was leaked because of that that he was gay. Right, because she was in the public eye for being a pop star, so that meant Nolan was in the public eye. Exactly, and his father found out and busy ruined his relationship with his dad so 
regardless of what what the actual story was, how it went, because I'm sorry, I hope that you fans out there are not <laughs> pissed at us. I we, we really did rewind a million times. It was yeah. just quite a wordy story. The point of it is, Busy is the one who outed Nolan exactly to his father, which obviously nobody should ever be outed to anybody through anybody else, but especially not to your parent. Um, and I mean, I I get I get why Nolan hates Busy so much. Yeah, do you think it's justified? I think it's definitely justified, and for the show's sake, I think what he did was perfect. He kind of righted her uh, cheating relationship with her husband. But can you really write something like that, you know? You can't, but he's trying to send her on the right path. I guess. I mean, he could have totally blown up her spot and and crushed her husband. But but the good thing about Nolan is he's not into collateral damage. You know, he's not in. He only wants to hurt the person. (laughs) Sorry, Phil in the booth's catching flies over there. There was a there was a thing floating around. He only sorry going back that was too funny. No, uh, he only wants to, Nolan only wants to hurt the person that hurt him. So even though, as Emily said a couple of years ago, Nolan would have just thrown a martini in her face and said "screw you" yeah. and walked off. Now, Nolan's still not where Emily was. Where Emily is, where she doesn't care who gets hurt as long as the person she wants to get hurt gets hurt as well. He's only willing to hurt the person that he was hurt by. Yeah. Which I thought showed a lot about his character. Yeah, I love that he has a heart. And I actually saw that on Twitter. Somebody posted, who likes the fact that Nolan has a heart despite all the craziness on the show? Something along those lines. Right. And so many people favorited it and retweeted it. So I, that's I'm going to have to go favorite and retweet it myself. I, I favorited it. Oh, well, I'll <laughs> find it on yours. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, for the first time... I think for the first time, we see Emily as wingman to Nolan. Emily's problems take a backseat to Nolan's problems, and she works to help Nolan. Yeah. Because ultimately, it how helps awesome her, is though. that? Crazy. Because that's what? <laughs> ultimately, it helps her. That's true, because now they have Busy in their back pocket, you mean? Yes. That is true, but I felt like her main objective here was to help Nolan. Do you guys agree or do you disagree? I think after their heart-to-heart where he was like, thank you for being a real friend or whatever he said to her, Yeah, she's. you can see her softening with him and realizing she's going to leave. She better leave a good mark on Nolan. What do you think, Phil? Do you think that the primary reason that she did this was to help herself or to help him? Honestly, I think it's both. And it, if it's both, then it's more – and then I'm going to side more on Emily. Oh. That is for her, not for Nestle. I Emily. hate that you're saying I that. I want her to be nice. <laughs> you want Emily to be nice? Yeah. I know. She is, though, in some she ways. Is. In some She's ways. She's just broken. I don't think she would ever do anything to hurt Nolan. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Or Jack. Yeah. Or Sh- Charlotte? Maybe eh, maybe Charlotte. It depends on I mean, I guess hurting Charlotte's about... parents is probably hurting her. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. go ahead. I was going to say, it depends on how she feels about the new charlotte yeah but i think if anything the way emily's gonna feel about the new charlotte is like she has to do something to help that the worst thing in the world that could happen would be creating mini victoria that's true especially because of emily a mini victoria is almost being created what i love about charlotte right busy comes in and she's (laughs) like hey we gotta you know we gotta 
make a good image for the family again. And she's like, I'm a Clark. I wrote that down. And But it's yeah. funny to me how she, you know, the more she is, quote, a Clark, the more she's like the Graysons and yeah. she's more intertwined with them and helping them. She's in denial. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I do feel bad for Charlotte. She's been very wronged, but I'm going to need this whole, like, teenage inx thing to go away now. <laughs> no? I I, actually, how old is Charlotte at this point? Maybe she's 20. 1920. 1920, yeah. Not 1920. 1920. Yeah. <laughs> she's 1920 years old. Yes, Phil. She's that's, a witch. That's what I thought you were saying. Yeah. You got just, me. Just, just clarifying. So, <laughs> anything more about Busy that you guys have to say? Any. I thought I thought her scenes with Victoria, um, I thought were great because it just showed, uh, for lack of a better word, a great bitchiness to both of them because they are pretty bitchy women. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I think Busy kind of got what she deserved in this episode. It seemed like she hadn't changed at all since she outed uh, since she outed Nolan. So yeah, I, I really think that she did get what she deserved and wasn't over the top because very he catty. He ruined her career, but. He didn't ruin her relationship. And as he said, I'm going to give you a choice. Although, for all we know, she doesn't take him up on that and she still sees yeah. the person she's having the affair with. So we we could be seeing more of that. How is it possible that Busy is going to help Emily? What could she do for her? Well, In terms of taking down Victoria. I mean, you have someone who is very well respected apparently in the PR world. What? How do you take someone down? Uh, yes, it's what. Here's the thing: when when Emily gets shot or whatever, right then and there, you have a moment of okay, how do you spin this? And you need to spin it for all. You, this needs to become international news. Okay, I I see what you're saying then. But what about the bit about being married before? How is that going to help in the long run, or is that going to come out? Is Victoria going to tell Daniel? That I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, in the moment, it was just to to make Victoria angry with Emily, and 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 obviously, caught. I think right, but Emily probably thought that through. So, does she want Daniel to know or what? Do you think Daniel would consider that the straw that broke the camel's back? Potentially, Sarah. <laughs> Potentially, but maybe this is part of the all part of the plan. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's the scary part. Is that why you want him to go to Sarah? Because you're Sarah? Really, you want Daniel? Yeah. No. I just, I want him to be happy, and he seems happy with her. He does seem like he's a, being a better person recently. Yeah. Other than the potential cheating yeah, that he was naughty. about to do. But other than that, I, I do think he... Once we get over that, then yes, he could I, be good. I do think he is a better person. Okay, so that was pretty much for tonight's episode. I mean, does anybody have any more comments before we get to some news and gossip? Nope. Okay. Let's bring it on in. So, After Buzz TV News. luckily, my amazingly lovely, beautiful, incredibly talented co-host, Sarah, has come in with our news and gossip <laughs> for tonight. So why don't you lay it on me? All right. Well, according to Perez Hilton, our favorite real-life couple, Emily Van Camp and Josh Bowman, were spotted grocery shopping. How do you feel about bum, grocery bum, shopping? Bum. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like this couple is perfect and does all these normal things yeah. like I want to see them spotted smoking pot in the park yeah <laughs> or something you know or like dressed up as ninjas I know how annoying with though nunchucks. to have the paparazzi follow you and you're like I'm just grocery shopping it's fine I'm not doing anything <laughs> I know I know 
What else do we got? And another sighting via Just Jared, Krista B. Allen, one of my faves, and Gabriel Mann, your fave, also one of my faves, uh, was spotted at the London Showroom LA opening in Beverly Hills. And I must say, Krista looked gorgeous. She was wearing a long sleeve black number. She looks so good these days. With red lips and bangs. I might be obsessed with her. I don't know what's going on right now. And didn't we have the YouTuber comment that you looked like her? Yeah, I know. I'm like trying to look like I'm just kidding. (laughs) Soccer. And then Gabriel Mann, he was wearing skinny black jeans with a very modern chic. So trendy. So trendy, so cute. I love that it seems like these cast members are to get as much as they're not doing things that I'm like crazy to read about, they are together a good amount of time. And yeah. if you wa- if you look at them on Twitter, it's like hysterical to watch their conversations back yeah. and forth. I mean They're friends. They're I love friends. It. Right. I, I really do love it. And I guess they don't have to be doing crazy things for me to love them. I just yeah. love them for who they are. I, I think I actually like that they're classy in real life. Really it's sometimes nice it's so to have different. a role model yeah. that's not Miley Cyrus. I know. Yes. I'm, I'm like, you're not Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Then get out. No. no I mean, Do drugs. And it, it is amazing. It's just, seriously, it's out of the norm. Yeah. You know, to to be somebody respectable, to be somebody who's not, I'm not, I'm not calling Miley or Lindsay not respectable, but I'm just saying, like, to be an upright citizen and just yeah. have all these things. In the celebrity world, it's out of the When you say upright, you mean like literally upright or just? (laughs) Yeah, I think I do. I mean, not falling down. On the cement. There you go. Sitting upright. Yeah. Um, So it is, it's nice to know that the people on the show, good peeps. He's my peeps. We We could be friends with them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except I might not be so upright on my Saturday night. (laughs) I'll try. I'll try to act impressive. Yeah. Is that what we got? That's all we got. So that is our news and gossip for, what are we, in the second week of November? Something like that. I'm scared about time right now. Technically third. It's the third. No, no, not the third week of November. No, because we had the, we had, I don't know. Yeah, but Sunday doesn't count when the Patriots don't play. So really, this weekend, total bust. We had a bye yeah. week. Except for revenge. Woo! The best Sunday show there is. So good. Okay, so let's talk about some predictions. As always, let me tell you what I saw, and you tell me if I saw correctly, and add on Ooh. what you can. Daniel likes Sarah. Yep. It's undeniable. He's starting to like her. And he thinks that the wedding shouldn't happen, is what we hear. We also see Emily crying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's related or not, but we do hear like a voiceover that she's doing anything she can to fix it. It seemed like she was crying to Victoria. Do we think she's actually trying to win Victoria over? Maybe. I mean, after Busy was telling them to be friends, maybe they're really good at pretending now. I guess maybe. <laughs> I mean, we hear that Emily says she has something to confess to Daniel. Ooh. So maybe this is all part of her scheme to try to get him to be in love with her. Yeah. Miss Cocky Confident. Yeah, she has to be honest, remember, to make him like her. She has to open up. Yeah. Like she did about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Before about her father dying and making it hard to let anybody in. Exactly. So maybe she'll open up again, or maybe this is her confessing to her past marriage. Possibly. I don't know. Um, Also, we hear, as I said earlier, that there's a party goer from the past that's going to blindside everybody. Uh, We haven't had a party every week. That doesn't... As Sarah said, tonight's party was for your birthday. Yeah. 
I actually <laughs> saw on the cake at the party. It said Phil. Happy birthday, Phil. Is anyone here British? Because I'm writing myself of those. <laughs> that was too funny, Victoria's d- Declaration of Independence from Aiden. Yeah. yeah. That was really funny. Thank you for mentioning that. But, well, okay, who do we think this party goer is? Who from oh. the past is coming back? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I literally have no idea. Thoughts, predictions, Phil? I, I okay. I'm gonna start. I think it's a female. Let's start there. Any particular reason? <laughs> uh, women are more catty. Oh, really? <laughs> are we now? I've well, insulted. I I've insulted 99 of our guy. viewership. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. You are just getting away with everything tonight because it's your birthday, but I don't know about Good some thing of these you're comments. behind glass. I know. <laughs> okay, other than who's coming back, which we clearly have no idea about, do you guys have any other predictions? Uh, did you see when Daniel went down on his knees? Yeah, he was saying, I can't go through this, and then he went down yeah. on his knee to Sarah. I don't he think he could have been tying a shoe. I don't think he's proposing, but I don't, I don't know, man. They're trying to make us think. And I don't think he was proposing either. I know. I don't, I'm not sure. Shoelaces. Phil, any other predictions on your half other than it's a woman? I mean, I've, I've kind of, well, for me, I've kind of stated my predictions Catty in the woman. grander s- scope of, of the show throughout. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I think uh, in terms of Jack and Margo, I'm interested to see where that's going to go and, and whether that hinders or helps Emily. And it's looking like everything's hindering right now. Right, but I see. I do think that Emily's not worried, and I think the reason she's not worried is because she her we don't know her plan. It must have something to do with all of this. But here's the thing. Emily's never worried until, you know, it blindsides her. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what goes on. If you guys have predictions, we want to hear them. Definitely. I know I always love when you guys talk to me. You can talk to us here at AfterBuzz TV, or you can find me at Roxy Stryer. At Sarah GGG three g's <laughs> and of course again always on itunes you can comment if you leave your handle on your twitter handle on itunes we'll give you a shout out next week so leave that if you want one and also of course on youtube we would love to hear what you guys have to say which but by in- the way i know i know the new system kind of half sucks so uh you know don't be a lot you, you, here's the thing with the new commenting system on youtube it's a little hard to respond but, yeah it is yeah so you know give, give us a little lee- leeway we will we'll, We'll definitely read it. We may be a little bit slower to respond. Uh, that that is true. So do get cut us some slack there. But of course, there's always iTunes and our Twitter, and, and then there's us, and we're here on Sunday. So until next <laughs> week, same time, same place. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.